Welcome to the Ginger Talks Podcast with Ginger Snap 67 and Druid Knowledge. And now, here's Ginger. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Ginger Talks Podcast. My name is Ginger Snaps, and joining me is the man, the myth, the legend, Druid Knowledge. Druid, how the fuck are you, man? You know, the it feels like there's a sunset on the soul out there, and it's leaving the... <laughs> You know, it's it's a beautiful, balmy experience. Yeah. So just, yeah, I'm just saying that I'm coming in with the right flavor. Hell yeah. uh, in in so many words, I try so hard to be pithy, esoteric, and quotable during this segment of the podcast, and I always fail. So <laughs> it should put. I should probably just, you know, keep it still and let things keep, let things roll. Today is all about being organic. 2023, <laughs> the year of being organic. Mm. You've heard it here first. Oh, shit. All right. Mm. You can let it flow. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's been a, uh, for, for listeners who aren't necessarily in, like, the Twitch community, um, it's been, there's been a bit of a gap since recordings. The last recording we did was the one with Tim and Dr. Agon. A quick editor's note. Um, that episode got pretty messed up. Um, I'm going to try to fix it. And if you guys end up hearing it one day, hooray, but maybe don't get your hopes up. Yeah. And that was... You know, it feels good to be back to Mission Control, and that's not because I didn't enjoy that episode, but, you know, uh, Tom Hanks in Castaway, that's how I felt. I felt that we were drifting, and, and again, uh, good movie, mm-hmm. but, like, you don't want to feel like that all the time. Right. Drifting away. I, I, like, I, I feel that, the last episode probably felt like you were sitting in a car with us. <laughs> uh, so, yo, it's good to be back in Mission Control, back on Terra Firma. Mm-hmm. Um, I could talk to Dr. Agon and Tim all day fucking long. <laughs> and yourself, as I think we've proven. Yes. Well, and it's so funny because uh, I was talking to Tim after the fact, and we were sitting around. Tim and I were shoveling pizza into our face because – what I don't know how much the listeners know um, how the setup of that episode really was, but yeah, I was running to pick up my kid's sister to bring her to my brother's house so that like I could spend some time with her and we could go see some other family and do all this stuff while I was back in like in Ohio doing things. And then like things like, the timing of things fell certain ways, and I literally had picked up our pizza for dinner, picked up the kid's sister, drove, we walked inside, and I was instantly walking into that room going, I have no idea what the fuck is going on, but I'm here. Hello. Hi. How's it going, everybody? Like, no fucking clue. So Tim and I are, like, my sister and sister-in-law are sitting there, like, eating pizza and doing girl things, doing art, playing games and stuff, and making fun of, of us. And then we come out and it ends up being like a typical family gathering. We're all sitting around shooting the shit and eating more food than we should. And 
you know, mm. laughter and crying and just all the things. And my kid's sister has never seen me quite like that. She's never experienced quote Love influencer ginger. Like she's just ever experienced like me and my chaos in general. And then right. she, <laughs> the real you, I think the, you could argue. The the me that like everybody else like is see sees and is used to and then I get, mm-hmm. you know, fucking wacky and zany on the internet. And then she's just yeah. like, What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? We all wear masks, Mr. Ipkiss. <laughs> <laughs> but in reality, I'm not that much different. Like I maybe play up my like chaos a little bit online, but I'm pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think the guests that have known me, I, I think I'm the same as well. Maybe yeah. just a bit like we 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 hone in. Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't do that, then is this entertainment or mm-hmm. <laughs> we just uh, we're just listening in on some people in a room talking shit, right? Uh, that episode. Me, I can't remember a single fucking thing we talked about. I think because we were waiting for you mm-hmm. uh, back at Druid Towers for so long that yeah. we just managed to get a little bit fucking turned up. The, I mean, the, 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 dial, the dial was up a little bit, bit of a way for that one. So, there was a reason for it, though. I don't remember what it was, but there was a reason. Yeah. I, uh, oh, it was Doc Dragon's saying? birthday. Oh, yeah. He turned 30 on the podcast. He joined us in the age of, of our 30s. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all come flooding back. Oh, no. And for the listener, this is like maybe a week, maybe two apart. And for us, it's been almost two months. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, a, the, my fault. I hold my hands up. The release schedule... Hopefully by the time people hear this, it'll have sorted itself out. Uh, we have so many in the can. Uh, it's my fault. And I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. Do, but, we both have been busy as busy as shit. And we've just had a lot of stuff going on. And like the thing I hope our listeners understand. Listeners, please understand. We are humans with, with lives and shit going on. I mean... <laughs> All two of you that are left. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Uh, I'm too scared to look at the numbers. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, for me, like, I've been traveling so much with work that it, like, even to think about, like, releasing content on time and on a schedule, like, just wasn't going to fucking happen. And yeah. then I realized how much time had passed, and I was like, Hey Druid, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I'd gone. Yeah, I'd gone back to the Druid's temple, right? To re-initiate, re myself. Uh, crazy to think. I think I'm on since the podcast started. My fourth fucking new job. Yeah, uh, and the full full disclaimer out there for everybody: I'm not bad at what I do. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, <laughs> not if uh, it's his it, fault. Yeah. It's. The the nature of how I was doing my work meant that things didn't last very often. Like very often, I was in in a temporary basis. I'm finally got permanent housing. A in in you know 
in my career. And I, I, right. You know, yeah, here we go. And that's, that's got something to do with the absence as well. So thank you for bearing with us. Again, hopefully, uh, by the time you hear this, shit has sorted itself out. Yeah. Uh, and, and you will see how many weeks in the chronology of the episodes that it took us to sort this out. This oh is the God. one. Oh, my God. So um, I can't even remember everything we've recorded. It's been that long. <laughs> I would say we've got four or five episodes in the <laughs> chamber at this point. Oh, well. It happens. Like... Yeah, everyone's going to think that, like, oh, whoa, their references are so dated. <laughs> you know, by the time people are hearing this, uh, TikTok HQ will have become sentient and, uh, why, why is it called the Godzilla? Oh, what um. genre is that? <laughs> I'm usually pretty good at stuff like this. The... Uh, you're talking about the fucking monster movie shit? Yeah, but like giant monsters destroying cities. Oh, yeah. The, uh, like, I just call them like monster apocalypse movies. I don't know what monster. genre to actually call them. Like, there's like a Japanese name for it. It's the oh. same. Uh, Why can't I? I, I, I oh, yeah. I knew as soon as I heard yeah. it, it would sound right. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, Trying to get back to my original point. So <laughs> by the time people listen to this, the TikTok HQ will have become like a become sentient, become like a kaiju monster. <laughs> Change, changes form like every 30 seconds. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's a giant television on its stomach, on its abdomen, just playing like those super annoying videos of people preparing food where it's the camera lens over the <laughs> cooking pot and it's got that stupid fucking voice like here's how I make ramen oh my god you know, AI voice that's the worst thing about TikToks the AI voices it's a sinkhole for your mind uh, right? yeah uh, I propose a TikTok channel that it's basically just Jack Nicholson looking at TikToks in his phone and live reacting to them. <laughs> because I think that would be that would be quite amusing because he's so he's so fucking old now that he's so far removed from that culture. Right. It would just be great watching uh, specifically Jack Nicholson as well. Just oh salty. It's, it's just him looking at his phone and ha nice try, kid. Oh my God. I have to tell you, I was streaming last night. And I have a friend who is an artist and he does, uh, he, I love his style and he's given me a bunch of paintings to like give away and raffle off or keep or whatever. And the one is, um, Jack Nicholson's character from the shining when he breaks down the door and his, oh and his face is just in the door. Um, when he goes, here's Johnny, that iconic scene, it's that image, and it's done in reds and pinks and stuff, and it's super fucking cool. But last night I was streaming, and for the month and a half, two months that I've had these paintings in the background of my stream, my camera never tried to focus on it until last night. So last night, <laughs> I kept having to, like, 
make my camera refocus on me. And eventually I had to get up and move the paintings. But at first I was like, it's focusing on something else. Do I have a ghost in my room? What the fuck? No. Jeez. Uh, again, just one of those, one of those moments I want to see on a TikTok with Jack Nicholson trying to <laughs> comprehend what's happening. <laughs> right. Uh, why I don't understand why she's getting up. <laughs> And then moving the paintings. Oh. 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 Oh, Is that me? Oh, wow. (laughs) Nice try, kid. (laughs) And then he, like, hands the phone over to Harrison Ford. Oh, God. Harrison Ford just doesn't say anything. He just looks down at it, bewildered. (laughs) Just all you hear. Because that's like Harrison Ford in interviews. Uh, he, he just grumbles. Yeah. And has a, a really bad haircut. <laughs> Dude. I haven't thought about Harrison Ford in a while. And yeah. Oof. Coming back? Indiana Jones? I, Harrison Ford has gotten so like crotchety. Yeah. I, I love anyone getting crotchety. <laughs> I think it's because I relate to it so much. I find <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to get crotchety like that. Just like everyone at home must be able to tell because like, oh, we've just turned into two fucking losers in their 30s talking about TikTok and they don't even know what's going on. Right. What's Yo, I hope I've got... And, and Hugh Grant, I know he's come up a few times. Hugh Grant's really... Really coming into his own in that way. It, it, it makes me retroactively like his shitty movies more. <laughs> that he just clearly knows that they're shitty as well. Oh, yeah. I think he, was on, he was on James Corden. You know what he said? He, he said, like, well, most of my movies are trash. <laughs> I love that. That makes me love him so much more. Like... That's the thing. If you're self-aware enough to be like, no, this was hot dog water. This was so bad. But it's there. I did it. <laughs> yeah, I know which episodes of the podcast are hot dog water. Oh, my God. Yeah, me too. <laughs> not, I mean, obviously, it, it, the professional courtesy, I won't meant mention them on air, but, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, loyal listeners, you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> Never yeah. my fault. Oh, I must say as well. <laughs> if that shit yeah, shitty guest on. Those fucking guests. Ugh. <laughs> we, we've we've not really had a bad guest. No. I mean that's the thing, is like we've never had really like an episode that we're like, hey, so we're not going to release that. Thank you for your time, though. Mm, like, yeah. yeah uh, which going into this was like my biggest fear was that we would have people coming on and they would just be like, huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this, what is this? Mm-hmm. This, isn't, this isn't even funny. Uh, yeah. I've. I've been in fear of having a guest on and it just being a, a flop. And we're like, hey, so yeah, awkward. Like, 
So I've been very yeah. particular about like the people I think who would be good guests because I want people to enjoy us and enjoy the shenanigans and the chicanery, but also Yeah, I can tag it or leave it. Yeah. But see, I'm doing it, I'm trying to be crotchety. I know. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I can't do it. Um, yeah, I know. I've been getting all like professional and shit. Mm-hmm. Not, not doing a great job of it. Mm. Professional but, enough to get by. Well, it's as soon as I take a class. So, like, I'm really good with all the uh, adults, but as soon as I take a class, I just turn into like, uh, you know, a clown. I can't help it. I'm like, I'm going to make learning come alive. <laughs> you know, and uh, I think I, you know, uh, quietly proud of this, but like I thought I'd mention it on air. I think I spoke about this with you the other day. Uh, I had an inspection mm-hmm. and it, the inspection notes just read dead poet society with a sad face. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was talking with like some teacher friends from other schools, and they were saying like, I, I was saying, oh, I got inspected, and before I had a chance to tell them, they said, I bet you're like dead poet society with those people. <laughs> and he, uh, the, the sad thing is, is that that works really well in the movie. Right. But in real life, you just end up with a bunch of uneducated kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. They get a top uh, tier education. They? Well, the thing is, what I will say is, uh, like, because I work technically in education, too, just in a different way. Like, education, like, I, I told you... So the last time we recorded was the day I gave my very first presentation at a conference. Mm -hmm. Did I tell you that I got in trouble for being too loud and too fun? You may have mentioned that. Yes. So I, I got in trouble because the room next to ours uh, was having a very serious professional development presentation. And my group was too loud and too fun. And that we needed to calm down and and bring it down a few levels. And I got in trouble twice (laughs) for it. Oh, okay. I'm going to do a hard pivot right now (laughs) and say, you know what, kids, just fucking enjoy your TikToks. Right. Fuck it. (laughs) You know, we're not like, we're not allowed anything anymore. Uh, Just enjoy your TikToks. Oh, but it gets... Oh, God. Okay. It gets better. A couple weeks later, I'm back in Florida at another conference. And not only was someone who attended my session in Ohio at the conference and interrupted my sales pitch and everything and went, y'all need to listen to her because she knows what she's talking about. She's so cool. And I was like, please, for the love of God, stop. This is so awkward. I hate this so much. What are you doing? Stop it, Daryl. I need you to quit. (laughs) But all of the leaders and all of the people who were in charge of the Ohio conference and even the lady that told me that we were being too loud 
were in Florida at this other conference and all came up and told my boss how great I was, how fun I was, mm-hmm. how my session was the highlight of everybody out of out of everybody's. And I'm like, oh, so so maybe this means I'm doing something right. Like, Who gave Sheila the box wine? Right. I was like, oh. <laughs> So maybe my chaos and shenanigans that I get into on the internet have helped me with my day job. <laughs> I'll take it. One hundred percent. Because all this shit—it's just a performance, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like performances that get audited, and you're like, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're just not allowed to have fun. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Yeah. whatever, dude. <laughs> Yeah, but like I want to go up there, you know. If I'm delivering training to other teachers, I want to go up there and be the Paul Stanley of teacher training. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> Come yeah. on, people! Yeah, like it's just one of those things where, like, I go into stuff and I immediately make it as awkward as possible. So. Mm. Good. That it's no longer awkward the rest of the time. <laughs> we did a staff training and we had four different groups that came through. And the first thing I did after I like I got through all of like my boring stuff that I had to go through. And then I was like, all right, guys, we're going to get up and we're going to stand in a circle. And we, we played a theater game. And again, my intention was to be so loud and obnoxious that my boss was just like, can you keep it down over there? Jesus Christ. And it worked. Uh, But I made awkward eye contact with every person that came through the training. And I was like, so now when I make eye contact with you, it's not weird anymore. Get used to it. And I was just like unapologetically like chaotic in the best way. And I had so much fun. Yeah. Oh, fucking with people's the best part of the day, right? Could could you imagine me coming to do a staff training at your at any of the schools you've worked at? Uh, no, because they are the they are they, <laughs> uh, they're so fucking dry. Nobody <laughs> listens and nobody learns anything. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Right. Right. Like, um, come on, come on. Nobody, like, look at the most, like, boring teacher you ever had. (laughs) And just think, in what way did I learn anything or was inspired by that moment? Right. But (laughs) people want you to be like that. So, uh, look, look, I've obviously got, like, a bee up my ass. I just don't, don't, don't let them don't let them kill me, man. <laughs> I'm very much just like, all right, cool. I uh, I'm just gonna be chaotic, and I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make sure that everybody laughs, has a good time. Mm-hmm. They take something away from it, even if it's just hey, lighten the fuck up. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, and that is, that's my style in a nutshell. Every class I teach, I have a moment where I try and do that. So, 
whether it be reading Macbeth's soliloquy about the dagger in the voice of Patrick Stewart, which I sent <laughs> did. Yes. Um, uh, here's Patrick Stewart. <laughs> like, ah, you might know him as Professor Xavier. <laughs> He's powerful, powerful mutant. Um, the kids do like me. I, I am fun with the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm getting it at the moment where loads of kids tell me at this new school that they wish that I was their dad. Which oh. I, um, I don't know if there's like a bit of a, like a weird connotation to that. It's it's a different one, that's for sure. Oh, like, oh, they'll be like, oh, what's it? Oh, you're like Aaron's dad. And like Aaron will go like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, I kind of wish you were my dad. I've had it a couple of times. I wish you were my dad. And I'm, all I can think of is, A, I'm like Pedro Pascal. <laughs> and, and B, like, fuck me, I'm starting to get older. <laughs> People are, like, seeing me as, like, a father figure. And, like, a zany, embarrassing father figure. Yeah, dude, like. Um, God. Yeah. I like I don't know if every other family is as weird as we are, but like <laughs> I every, just <laughs> every family is weird, but just in their own way, right? Yeah. My parents both listen to the podcast. Are you for fucking real? Yeah, my dad was telling me uh the other day. I think I was talking about, oh, well, yeah, I'm recording. And he was like, yeah, I decided to show your mum the podcast. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and they listened to the Roy Malloy episode. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mum's not mentioned it. But, uh, I hope they listen again so they can hear the segment where we're talking about what we were conceived to, because then they'll just be able to answer it for me. Oh my god. I <laughs> My mom, I don't think has listened to the podcast. My mom has made appearances in stream, however. Um right. Much better for you that way around, I would suggest. Well, so I was playing a game called Cult of the Lamb, which has obvious cult undertones and like tarot cards and sacrifices and, and all this kind of stuff, but it's a very cute game. And this was, I was playing this game and just earlier in the weekend, toast had made a graphic because someone had said something about, um, we were talking about technical difficulties and I made a joke about testicle difficulties. And then someone said tentacle difficulties. Mm. So Toast yeah. made a graphic that <laughs> said, please hold tentacle difficulties. And it's just one singular, like, octopus, like, <laughs> or, like, squid, like, tentacle. And it's very, it's it's not, you know, gross. It's not creepy. It's just, it's funny. And Xenos was talking about tentacle difficulties as I'm playing this game with tarot cards and cult stuff. And my mom pops into chat and goes, Tentacle difficulties. Got it. And I was like, Jesus, 
Jesus H. Oh, I no. I need out of here. <laughs> oh no. And chat just did what chat does, but they were very nice and polite to my mom. And, you know, it was fine. And uh but I'm waiting for mom to really like ask questions about the podcast because I'm just gonna deny everything. <laughs> yeah. I think in I think in the Roy episode they, they got to the part where we spoke about how we met in person. Oh and it was because I was, like supplied drugs for them. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah, so literally I think maybe one of the worst parts they could have come in on. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like your dad is pretty pretty fucking chill about stuff. Yeah, it's so so is mom. I mean like they ha- they've kind of had to be. Right. Because like there was just no stopping this guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. I I've like I've smoked with mom. Oh really? Yeah, loads of times. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've smoked. I've smoked weed with my mom. Like, yeah, a bunch. I mean, it did not till I was older. Yeah. When she found when, when she found out I did it when I was a kid, she like said it like, "Then not again, you're out the house." <laughs> you know, but. You know, with her condition, and everything. That's oh. like, look, shit will help you, right? Uh, yes, yeah, so I smoked a bunch with her. I would, I would now smoke with both of my parents. I mean, I got, I, what? Uh, I partook with my, uh, like, around my dad. My dad didn't. I don't think my dad partook, mm. but my dad has a medicinal card. Like he's legally allowed to, and you know, it it is what it is. Um, But did I tell you about my dad eating edibles at my wedding? Yes. Yeah, you definitely told me about that. So, like, my mom and my dad have, in the last five, six years, like, gotten high together at a family function and they haven't been together for like 25 years or close, Mm -hmm. close to 25 years. And like (laughs) just that entire, like (laughs) it's not as taboo. Like our parents are from the generation where I was like, I'm smoking reefer under the bleachers, man. And like, yeah. And so they were the first generation to really be all like, nah, we're going to, we're going to smoke weed and it's going to be a thing. And now like there's well, every state around mine, I think has some form of legalized, uh, legalized marijuana, whether it's medicinal or recreational. Yeah. Like, see, my parents, my parents were so, my parents were complete like prudes about it. Oh, to the point where like, yeah, I knew for a fact that they'd not tried it. Like growing up, they hundred uh, percent hadn't tried it. I, that um, feels so weird to think about your dad not trying it. No, uh, like as far like he, he gave me such a serious talking to. 
20, I think I would have been like 15. Oh, wow. He's like, you got exams coming up, man. Don't throw your life away. And I was like, yo. And to the point where with that, even, you know, up to the age that I am now, it was like an open secret, but I would never do it in front of him. Yeah. And always try and hide it, even though I was doing it with mom. And he must have known. Yeah. But like, yeah, they just don't get it, man. They're like, this is, you know, song I was conceived to was definitely like Urgent by Foreigner. <laughs> Urgent. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I... just no groove in there whatsoever, just like. White people listening to rock, having a good time. You uh, know, it's like my, I remember in high school, my mom was like, hey, so if you ever want to try like pot, like let me know and I'll make sure that you get stuff that is not going to like fuck your skull. And not those exact words, but you know, it's not going to fuck your skull and you can do it safely <laughs> and like, you know, and, or if you don't want to talk to me about it, talk to your dad because your dad used to do a lot of drugs. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> and like now, like the last time I was home to visit, I was talking to my dad and he unprompted was like, yeah, we took me off some of these meds and I oh what happened was I was asking him about how he how he was sleeping because I've always slept poorly and so has my dad and he was like well I I take a couple of hits and sometimes that calms me down enough to get me to sleep and if it doesn't I take a few more and if not I'm just up all night and have a cup of coffee in the morning and if I don't get heartburn then like it just like just so just, like yep the South Park character yeah time to, to post that like a, you presented that as such a South Park character but my dad like my and dad then, is not done then, I'll talk a few more you know but that's just him like he's I found the perfect descriptor for him that he is Eeyore inside of Pooh Bear's body and yeah. then he has a couple of drinks and then he gets kind of giggly and he starts cracking jokes and stuff. But like my dad is very quiet, very soft spoken until he's got something to say. <laughs> That's the right way to be, man. Keep on yeah. keeping on daddy ginger. Yeah. I mean, my, yeah, and to put the shoe on the other foot, I wish, I wish he was my dad. No, I'm, I'm well. Nothing against my actual dad, but since I'm the classroom daddy, <laughs> then yeah, Pedro, Pedro Pascal. That's obviously mm. the way I, I'm taking it. Yes. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> I bringing back up classrooms. I've I've come to realize. I don't do well with children. I do well with the adults that deal with the children. Mm, yeah. And I think that has just like those phrases have now just clicked in my head that I, I do well teaching the teachers, <laughs> but teaching the children, I'm just like, 
fuck off, will you? Get the yeah. hell out of here. <laughs> well, you like the Velvet Underground? <laughs> Everyone that listened to her talk started teaching themselves. Fuck, man. <laughs> I just, I don't know, dude. Shit's wild. It, you know, we've, we, uh, we were talking, you and I, earlier uh, a few days ago. Just about how much shit has changed. And, like... Uh, yeah. Fucking just all the shit that's gone on. And, uh... Dude, shit's wild. Two years. I know. Um, it's changed for the better, though, right? Yeah. I think so. I, uh... I fucking enjoy the majority of the shit that I'm doing now. When we when we started the podcast, I'm pretty sure I was still working at my retail job. I think you might have just left. Or was it was around that point I, because Yeah. I think you you'd left like a couple of weeks before we started. Yeah. It, it was around that time. I like The retail job to to like oh, yeah, that's, you know, <sighs> the, you you've gone through bigger than me. Like I've basically just been set, like stepping sideways. You know, it, professionally speaking, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, I'm sitting here in a home that I have purchased, right? But like career wise, I mean, well, I'd, I was working at the college, wasn't I? Yeah, you were you were at the college to start, I think. Yeah, they did me over so royally. Yeah, I paid me. you know what? <laughs> Don't it... Yeah, oh, I should have been on fifty grand doing that. Oh God. Um. One day, one day, that's fine. Yep. It see, that's the thing. I was talking to my boss today. She goes. I hope you understand how much I appreciate you. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, we have this conversation about once every other week, I feel like. And I yeah. want you to know that I recognize that you appreciate me and I appreciate you. Uh, however, just get here with the fucking keys so yeah, I can leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as, you know, oh, I love that you appreciate me. And now is the most opportune time to remind you I do accept MX. Level headers. The world needs more of that. You know, oh that that got me thinking. Like, yo, that's so like cool. You just chill, like chill back and take the lot, like take take life as it comes, man. So many people are not like that. It's fucking wild. I will say that I have moments where I go, "Motherfucking son of a bitch," and I'm just like, Bruh. "Yeah, yeah," but that's minor. That's minor. I, right. I'll posit. I'll posit this situation to you. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, in my homeroom class, I'm guessing homerooms, that's not the word I use. That's the correct terminology for, like, uh, you know, your high school tutor. Uh, yeah, homeroom. Um, someone in my homeroom class got a detention, and when, the, when you get a detention, the school has an autobot that just texts 
the parent oh. and says, your child has a detention. Um, they'll be 30 minutes late out of school tonight. And oh. a parent sent a message back to the autobot, which because that the parent of someone in my homeroom class sent a message to the school, I was CC'd into this in an email. Someone messaged the autobot saying, over my dead body, you fucking slapper. Oh, my God. Oh, I couldn't get enough of it. I almost wanted to call her up and be like, you go, honey. Oh, And, you know, for those who don't know, like, slapper, like, slapper is, like, such, like, it's such a scummy word to call someone. It's not, like, a swear necessarily, but it's, like, calling someone a slut. Oh, my God. Someone essentially called the Autobot a slut. So, <laughs> over my dead body, you fucking slapper. Oh, my God. And then I the, love that. Yeah, and then the Autobot sent an automated response saying, like, thank you for calling the Academy. Like, thank you for, thank you for messaging the Academy. One of our team will endeavor to get back to you within the next 24 hours. And she sent another tirade saying, fucking skull. Fucking piece of shit school. The teachers have no respect until they learn to say sorry and own up to their mistakes. She ain't fucking doing anything, you slags. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, how high strung can you get, man? I wanted to, like, I, I found it so funny. Just the idea of this parent at home, like, irately messaging an autobot on, like, a Thursday at 2 p.m. Who, who are these people? Oh my god! Do you know what I mean? Like chalk and cheese. You're just chilling. You're like, ah, oh, the keys get fucking locked in. <laughs> Better call the white witch to come in, Glinda, to save me. <laughs> right. Well, it like compared to yesterday, me having the fire department show up to do an inspection and locking my keys in the office and having to deal with everything with the the sales training like having to do all of that was infinitely easier than yesterday like everything has just been such chaos at work that i'm just like you know what I could be frustrated. I could freak out. I could be upset. I could like stress the fuck out. But you know what? I don't get paid enough to to stress out about it. I'm just gonna fucking sit here and chill out, and I'm gonna watch some you know YouTube videos about the fall of the Berlin Wall and Fukushima. And okay, okay, we're on a world history tip. That's cool. I, yeah, I I don't know. I I fall into these phases every once in a while. Um, I I found a a channel that uh I found a channel that I really liked on YouTube that uh, talks about like he he talked about the most or the the man who survived lethal radiation the longest, and this guy survived like. 80 some odd days. Um, but then it led me down like a rabbit hole of other like nuclear accidents. And I enjoy like um, watching like documentaries about like three mile Island and like all of these different like natural disaster kind of things. Okay. And 
then I found this really cute guy that does these really cool videos about all things nuclear. He's been to Chernobyl and Pripyat and like he talks very realistic about nuclear energy and how safe it is compared to like how unsafe it can be. And so like, it's like, I just found this small little like rabbit hole of, of content and I'm like, okay, this is cool. And I've always loved learning about um, like World War II and World War One and the Cold War and like just the educational stuff. Yeah. So like the the quick little like the autoplay went from um it went from a, a short video about the Demon Core nuclear like uh nuclear bomb core to um oh hell how did the order go i ended up watching something about the berlin wall and the dogs that live in pripyat oh uh, yeah i think i've seen that one like just the small little like jump and then uh the the dmz in korea like okay. all these yeah, like yeah. i just it's it's so dumb, but I enjoy it so much because I'm like, oh, no, no. that's a cool little bit of knowledge. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but you can do so much worse like, right. on a YouTube hole. Oh, yeah. Like, and I, 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 like, I was a bit nervous coming into this today, and that's partially because uh, I'm not clued. Like, I've been trying, like, really consciously to distance myself a little bit from a lot of like online content yeah. I think I was becoming a little bit too like dependent on it so I've been mm -hmm. listening to a load of audiobooks but like so for instance uh what you know I was watching things like uh, there's a channel called Geo Wizard which okay. is a guy from the same part of the UK as me okay he basically like walks across large expanses of land and he tries to do it in a complete straight line oh wow so he <laughs> He, if he like comes to someone's like farmland, garden fence, uh, you know, uh, official like kind of facilities, he will just try and break in and walk through it. Hmm. So I was watching stuff like that. I was like, ah, oh, it's just mind numbing shit. And like, uh, what a vagrant holiday. It's just like a guy that goes to different countries in the world and, sleeps rough in them and tries to find places to sleep and he ends up in like stairwells and try not to get caught in office buildings and shit like that. And yeah. Was, was, I'm like, it's, it's not really doing anything. So like my big thing at the moment is audiobooks. Ah, uh, yeah. So I, I'm driving a lot more. My commute is a lot longer. Mm. So, uh, you know, I'll chow down through an audiobook in a couple of weeks. Wow. I so yeah. I haven't been listening to like my like uh my um narrative podcasts. I haven't been listening to any of that for a while. I've been I've finally started to use Spotify more. And mm, yes. so I'm building different playlists for different things and um but like 
I'm still I'm still like getting the lay of the land of Spotify, but I've been I've been listening to a lot of music and when I fly, mm, yeah. I've been watching a lot of Netflix. Yeah, like watching art and culture like narrative things. You know, what's it um Vygotsky's Pyramid, that's a thing in education. Mm-hmm. I think it's Vygotsky's Pyramid. They say the the top level of inf- like knowledge is synthesis, which is basically uh, things that you know and pick up and remember mixed with creativity. And they say that that uh, exhibits that you're able to, uh, you know, basically showcase all these techniques and ideas. And I think something to be said in that model flawed though it is, is that when you watch movies and you listen to music, like you have to extrapolate a meaning from it. You have to get a meaning from it. You have to synthesize in your mind right? what your own truth in that thing is. And, I, yo, I've not been listening to podcasts at all. I'm not advocating anyone listening to us right now to turn off the podcast <laughs> because you should definitely keep listening. But, yeah. like, yo, turn it off. Turn off, like, content that's just talking about a thing at a base level or criticizing it and just go and watch the shit yourself because i realized that, that i was doing a lot of that i wasn't actually watching stuff engaging in like works of fiction or watching the source material or listening to music i was just watching and listening to people talk about it right therefore uh, muddying one's own conclusion right and it, well, yeah so much more enriching that process i think well and i've been like at time of recording, I've been playing through the remake of Resident Evil 4 and I've purposefully stayed blind to it because I just want to absorb the story as it is. I don't want to watch someone else play it who knows the story because of the original game or who knows this fight is coming up with this person. It's going to be fucking hard or it's going to be super cool or you get this cool weapon. I don't want to know. I want to play it as if I'm a fucking nobody who's not a creator who doesn't give a shit about YouTube and Twitch and all that shit. I just want to enjoy it and have my reactions and just consume it. Mm. If I get stuck, I'll look up a quick walkthrough of how to get through the part that I'm stuck on. And then I, I move on. Yeah. I think this goes, yeah, 100%. And I definitely share, you know, that ambition that you have for that because it goes back to what we were saying about TikTok, right? And and just, like, internet culture in general. Just, mm-hmm. like, you know, still have that. I'm not saying get rid of that. But I'm saying, like, take an opportunity to see the world through your own eyes as well. Yeah. Like, we don't have to, like, m- meta criticize everything because mm-hmm. without like source material and like a kind of basis then a proper discussion we got nothing yeah and it's I just know, and, and maybe people are different it's i'm sorry to cut you off but like, no. maybe people are different it's just like for me i was like still out there like intaking 
different like art and cultural things and movies and stuff like that. I was still doing that, but I was doing so much of it through other people's lenses. Yeah. It, it, it just muddied my experience. Yeah. And like getting back to that has been really good. Yeah. I mean, I decided, so working at the office now, I've decided, you know what? There are days that I'm going to stop and I'm going to have a drink at the brewery uh, on the way home. And mm, I've ended yeah. up making, yeah, I've ended up making friends with some of the bartenders. In fact, they're probably all wondering where the hell I'm at tonight. <laughs> and like, yeah, enjoy explaining that one. Uh, that's fine. They know that I do this. Um, but like, I posted in the Discord. I was like, it was a, a Wednesday or something. I was like, guys, I think I might go see a movie Friday. And they were like, oh. And I was like, it was me trying to secretly say, I need someone to tell me it is okay for me to spend $15 to go see this movie because I'm doing so many other things. And once I had the gratification and the justi justification that it was okay from my community, it became easier to do that for myself. And yeah. then I was like, oh, well, I'm going to go on a date instead of recording a YouTube video and I'll just record it later. And, <laughs> and like, I've gone to a couple of movies. I've gone out on a couple of dates. I've had quite a few delicious blackberry ciders. And like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to take in the moments that I have while I have them. And I've started taking pictures again. Oh, so good. Do you know what? I can almost hear Morpheus on the sidelines. Just getting, she's beginning to believe. <laughs> well, and I was talking to somebody in a Discord who I don't really know, but I was I was just talking to the to the group at large. And we were the conversation got brought up about books. And I was like, I don't think you guys understand the last time I picked up a book, opened it and read something out of this book that was not related to my job. Like I haven't read for leisure and I don't know how long. Yeah. Uh, and you know, quite ironically for an English teacher, neither, neither had I. Yeah. Until, until recently. Uh, I read such a good book, by the way. Yeah? Neil Stevenson, No Crash. Have you ever heard of that book? No, I don't think so. so this book was written the year we were born. Oh, shit. It uh, predicts the metaverse. In fact, coined the term metaverse. And is all about like people's like a drug that gets released in the metaverse that uh, basically puts people into comas at their computers. Oh wow! And kind of like goes through. But it coined the term metaverse, hmm. and it is super funny. Uh, basically, like predicts the future. <laughs> like it predicts the metaverse. It, it predicts what people want the metaverse to be. 
that that much shit I definitely know. Uh, globalization, all this stuff. It is so good, and it's really funny. Oh, so I, that's it's Reader's Corner here at Ginger Talks. Hey, we weren't expecting that snow crash, Neil Stevenson, and that was a thing. Like I was, I read that book because I was like, oh, I'm too into the like internet culture right now. I need to like take a step back, and then it was like. This book's about the metaverse. Great. <laughs> and and uh, there sure as shit is a lot. That, like, and then I noticed like two weeks after I read it, it's getting mentioned in all these articles because all this metaverse stuff coming up now. And yeah, that like a, a, apparently, right, this book was required reading for everybody on the Xbox 360 live. Uh, oh, team. Shit. So everybody that worked on Xbox 360, Xbox Live had to read it. It's basically about like a fucking weeb. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's basically about a weeb who like goes into the metaverse and he walks around with sam- like samurai swords <laughs> on his back so, uh, as his avatar. And I believe it also invented the term avatar for like an imprint of your digital self. So huh. it, like really uh, if you're into your like internet culture and like online gaming, metaverse, Bitcoin, anything like that, then this game is really the, uh, this uh, book, sorry, not game, uh, audience slip there, is really the, <laughs> Really, the fucking Bible. I was I was floored by it. Actually, it was that good. And anything where the like the police turn up and the cars say like "Call us now, oh eight hundred cops," oh, is wow. written on the side of the car. I'm in. Huh. You know, it's it's so interesting because like reading through the article on wikipedia that's that's crazy like i it sounds really good it's uh i have a bookshelf full of books and i realize that so many of these books are from a point in my life that like it it was almost half my lifetime ago if not longer Mm, yeah but they still hold a very special place for me it was somebody asked me someone who i don't know came into my dms and was like you seem to be at a bar drinking a lot you got an alcohol problem or something and instead of responding to Uh, them privately i tweeted publicly i said you know what i've been spending a couple nights a week having a few drinks at a bar and whether I'm by myself or the bar is full of people and I'm laughing and joking and talking and stuff, I'm sitting alone with my demons. And I'm facing them. And this is how I'm choosing to handle these things. Do yeah. what's right for you. I'm going to do me. And I think me cracking open some of those books will feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, uh, I, can't re- I can't recommend Snow Crash enough. I'm going to stop going on about it now. <laughs> but 
Yeah, it's the perfect book to read now. Yeah. Because, and it's funny as fuck. But you, you see that person, it's just like, fuck off. Like, straight up, because it, it, uh, uh, I didn't mean to bring this into it, but, like, if you were a dude, it'd be right. like an ABC uh, sitcom. Right. Norm! And, and see, I walk in, R- and anybody who knows me, they walk in, they're just like, hey, what's up? Like, it's nothing. But to yeah. people oh, outside yeah. of there, man, this girl is in here again. What's her damage? I'm sorry. I want to have a $6 drink and sit down and talk to some people that I enjoy their company for a little bit before I go home and do more work. Is there a problem with that? Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. Sorry. What are you doing? You're just costing strangers on the internet. Look at fucking goblin. Goblins. I know. Bit, bit of goblin. Yeah. Just send a message about over my dead body, you slapper. <laughs> That's, I love that so much. Like, put it on my gravestone, honestly. <laughs> over my dead body, you slapper, because it's literally over my body. <laughs> nice. Hey. This guy's still got it. Hey. Yeah. I've more so, like... In the last few months, like, I've been incredibly stressed, but I'm also trying to be very aware of stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, I'm just going (laughs) to, I'm going to do my thing. And if you have a problem with that, uh, sucks to suck, homie. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Cool story, bro. Yeah. You know, we're getting to that point, right? You know, I, I, I've been feeling super stressed and I don't know if it's like, it's like a generalized anxiety around the fact that there's everything's so, we're, we're like getting into our 30s, everything's so fucking real all of a sudden. Right. Right. And you have this like kind of like crisis of identity where you go like, I, I was doing the gardening the other day for maybe like the, <laughs> You know, in earnest and with all seriousness, like I've gardened before, but like this was the first time I'm tending my own patch and I'm like, take, I dug out a pond. Nice. And I, yeah, so I dig out this like garden pond and I put it in and I'm like looking over it, I'm looking down, and I'm going, dude, who the fuck are you? Like fucking Hank Hill. Right. Like, who are you? Yeah. I think it's natural. It's natural to be stressed at this point because. You know, you're drifting, like you're drifting into the next phase of your life, mm-hmm. and you're deciding, like, what the fuck am I going to take with me? Well, it's it's so funny because so we talked on Friday, I think. Yeah, yeah. it was Friday because I yeah I had something yeah, uh, yeah. um, and I had some of the best days on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday was a little bit more chill, but I I got ready, went on a date, came home, did stream, and my computer had its graphics issue that it has from time to time in like while I'm streaming. And instead of like 
me rebooting everything and coming back on and just be like, oh, oh, sorry guys, I'm here, I'm back, it's fine. I was just like, you know what? It's being a pain in the ass to boot back up and set back up. I'm just going to call it and I'm going to pop on Minecraft and I'm just going to hang out. Uh, thanks to everybody who showed up uh, and go show some love to our wonderful friends who are also streaming. And then I played Minecraft with a friend for hours. I woke up Sunday and I was just super productive, got a lot of shit done. There was only a couple things I didn't get done that I wanted to get done. But I also sat in my chair at my desk listening for the timer on the oven to go off while just watching Netflix. The window was mm. open. I was just chilling out, relaxed. And I came into stream on Sunday and I was like, you know what? Shit goes wrong. Whatever, man. I'm here. And then I have a really stressful and shitty Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> but yeah. like... Yeah, but Come on. Fucking the, letting take, shit the, go. The rough with the smooth. Just yeah. take it. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. We're easy riders. Dude. Do you know, uh, I I saw a bunch of people, so like a band reformed, like some old friends of mine, mm -hmm. and I went out of town to go watch them play. And it was like a bit of a sabbatical. People from our like scene across the country went over uh, to go and watch it. Oh, nice. Uh, a bunch of people I'd not seen for over 10 years, and it was the most vindicating fucking thing was seeing, uh, not that I'm an egotist, but just, my, like, I was having all this, like, existential, like, who the fuck am I shit going on? Dug a <laughs> pond. Yeah. Obviously, you know, who am I? Looking in, the <laughs> looking in the reflection and just seeing, like, a stranger staring back at me. Uh, I go around and see all these people that I haven't seen for ten years, and I'm gonna say I'm bearing up really well. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, people are starting to like fall like like fall apart at the seams. Yeah. I'm age well, I, I, like I, you, never a good looking kid. Now all of a sudden. I'm like laser put. I'm gonna age well, whether it kills me or not. Because like, I'm looking at all these fuckers and I'm thinking, oh no, nah, this can't be me, man. This ain't me. Yeah, it's. <laughs> and it's... they were like, oh, you look so good, dude. And I was like, oh my, you look like a movie star, man. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, stop it, Eric. I, you know, it's funny because looking at all of these people, my middle school band director is stepping down to work with the younger kids and no longer work with the middle school. And he was actually the one who did the most formulation of like my life uh, in like the school setting. And it was announced that my, the high school band director, my, my ninth grade year, he was taking that spot. He left to be an elementary school principal in the same district, but just, at, <clears throat> but no longer work with the band and watching all of these people that I went to school with, or my brother went to school with comment on both of the announcement posts about everything. I'm looking at them 
And I'm like, oh, you're miserable and working in a shop and you hate it. And you're pretending like things are okay, but you've never left the state you were born in. You never, mm. like, you're not living a life. You're living in a, an experience that is okay, but you're not living. And, like, just kind of watching all of these people that I knew I don't have a good rapport with most of the people that I went to high school with because in the end of my high school years, they all dropped me when I was going through a really hard time. They couldn't handle it, which is fair because it was a whole lot. And I was definitely not as quote unquote put together as I am now. Um, (laughs) But like they all, went off and, and, you know, had these great, you know, dream college years and da, 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 da. And then like, they're seeing me post about, Hey, I've, this is my first Facebook post in six months. This is what's been going on in my life. And if you really care to know more about it, here's some links to find me doing these things. And like seeing who has like started to crop back up because they see that I'm like, making positive growth and change in my life is so fucking funny to me. Like. <laughs> that, that is interesting. Like, it, it's weird to think about perception. Mm-hmm. How people perceive you. Like, I don't know if you're the same as me in the, my, we, I don't know if we've spoken about this before, but, you know, the way I feel about other people is that in regards to how they perceive me is that when I am not in the room or in the conversation, I don't exist to them. Mm. So it always blows my mind in any respect to hear that there was some kind of conversation about something I'm doing or someone saying, yeah, that's cool. The the big thing for me was uh, I thought I was a complete like loser at school and uh, being honest yeah i was but like a lot of people that i see from like high school when i see them now they go like oh you're a really nice guy i thought that i was i found you intimidating uh i thought that you were uh too much in the in crowd right you know what i mean and that's not me like trying to like swing my big high school dick around (laughs) Uh, what was crazy to me was because I was at high school, I was very much the same as I am now. Mm-hmm. But then to hear that people th- thought that, oh, like, I wouldn't accept them because of maybe some of the things I was doing outside of school, like getting involved in music and everything. Because mm-hmm. I, I did that super early. But to right. hear that they were, like, in any way intimidated by me is like, just goes to show that like it's it like it's all artificial yeah uh, uh, you know people have like an idea that they build up and you have an idea that you build up the truth sits somewhere in the middle but no one can ever know it right uh but then when you get look, the hangers on like forget them oh, I mean, yeah. that's just that's bollocks. I, it, I've had it work. I've had it work the opposite way, where like mm. 
uh, I'm a school teacher dad and uh, <laughs> you know, this this dude's still down, man. You were like, fuck off. Good God. Um, these guest <laughs> questions are fucking chaotic as shit. Um, I'm all in. So I'm going to start with, hey, uh, I'm going to do a really quick big old fucking shout out to our patrons who have supported us through everything. Yeah, Uh, through nothing being put out and you're still giving us money. uh, Big thank you. Big preach. Uh, It's gone to great use. Um, Like, even though there's still, you know, we're... We're starting to put out content again. Uh, you guys will know when we get to this point. Um, really, thank you guys. Um, and patrons get priority uh, guest questions. And so we're going to grab this one from Tim before we get into the nonsense that involves some of our other patrons. Um, <laughs> it's chaotic. Uh, Tim asks... You are stranded on an island and you can only bring one item. The one thing you can bring with you for survival slash entertainment must start with the first letter of your first name. What do you bring? And he's he put in parentheses here, for the sake of answering questions I anticipate, you can bring as much or as little uh, of this thing as you want. And we're playing by Gilligan's Island rules. There are two coconuts, some vines, and some sunshine that can generate electricity. So, like, electricity and things like that are not, they're not a problem. Like, they're available. Okay. Uh, extra question. Are we going by government name or, like, Matrix I, names? I was going to go with both. I was, I, was, I was trying to think of an answer for both. Uh, but we can go by uh, stream names or government names. It's up to you. Well, if you want to do both, we can do both. Okay. That's fine. So, so, uh, okay. So I am going to go with Matrix name first. Okay. And I am going to choose now. Oh, really difficult. I know. Something D, the dread knowledge. I mean, like, aside from the obvious uh, D. <laughs> that's on your person. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's there automatically. <laughs> well, maybe I want to mix and match. So you can bring it. So you bring as much as you, bring as much as you like. Couple of co- couple of coconuts to wash it down. <laughs> Gilligan's Island rules, eh? Oh. Back in my day, that made something a little different. <laughs> uh, um. Oh, okay. D. Drugs. I'm bringing marijuana to the island. All right. It's a, <laughs> a really like boring answer I maybe mean, i'll get a diorama a diorama of the island itself in miniature form <laughs> so i can like kind of plot ah uh, the plot thickens 
Yeah, so I'm going to like plot what I'm going to do on the island. Okay. In different zones, and I'll have like a little version of me. It'll be like, uh, you know, the map screen on Crash Bandicoot 1. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little dream, little dream not. <laughs> and like, yeah, I'd be like Crash Bandicoot. So like wherever... Like the little druid goes on the diorama, that's where I'll like, oh, just move to the next one. And it's like, apple papple. <laughs> I'm like, what? What? Ulaba. And then, like, the mask, Ulaba guy, he's just like smoking a joint. It's just Bob Marley. Ulaba. Oh. oh my God. Bob Marley. I'm only smoking a, a joint. He's like, you're right there, Druid. I'm like, so <laughs> glad to have you back. <laughs> yeah. And then like, I jump on the second box for the mask and he like turns into, like, instead of just turning into a red mask, he turns into like a lion from <laughs> Zion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I jump on the third box and then it's just, Billy Ray Cyrus, Aki Breaky Heart. Turns oh, out, fuck. Yeah. Turns out, Druid, you were white the whole time, asshole. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just do a little, like, shuffle, white guy shuffle to Aki Breaky Heart. <laughs> and think, and then I think of your father. Yeah. I was going to say, so you'd be dancing like my dad. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Except not into your mom. Uh yeah no let's let's look he did look he did to that track I'm so sorry that was so horrible oh I wish you could say the same to me but my mum and dad never slept together (laughs) (laughs) I uh, yeah (laughs) get me out of this like I know this sounds like a uh, a, a catch-all answer but games whether it's board games card games like yeah like just games in general because like i grew up with board games and like that's what we did my mom and i played chess and tiddlywinks and we fucking the uh, the number of games of Monopoly and Candyland and Uno and Shoots and Ladders that we played, like, I know that I could pass some time playing some fucking games. Or you give me a deck of cards, bitch, I'm entertained for hours. <laughs> and yeah. hours and hours. <laughs> yeah, you can tell you're in the fucking magic circle now. Do you even, I will play solitaire for hours. It's stupid. <laughs> oh, wow. I could never play solitaire. I would play spider solitaire. Oh, I do love me some spider solitaire. Yeah, you know, like the, you know, okay, you don't get it. <laughs> Just match him up, bro. Hey, right. Um, are we on? Are we on the island together? Uh, ooh, you know. You better not be bringing off mind games. N- listen. Mm. <laughs> Just fucking survivor. <laughs> Yeah, because if you're gonna be, yeah, if you're gonna be bringing those mind games, you 
Better get your ass your own diorama. I was going to say, just fucking diorama. I'm the big bad guy in the middle of the fucking <laughs> thing. And you have to yeah. play fucking, fucking card games with me for six hours yeah. to get by. Yeah, I'll come with a diorama. I thought this was the science fair. Nope. It's game time, yeah. bitch. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. No, but... <sighs> you're... you're you're like dominate me so quickly. <laughs> um, <sighs> quit nah. with your fucking games, right? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't think of anything else that wasn't ganja that started with G. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can see what we're doing. Like oh. <laughs> Buffalo Soldiers. Listen. So best government name. I'll go with that. Marijuana. No. <laughs> Mary Jane. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm like it doesn't uh, M government name M M. Uh, Magneto, the most powerful. <laughs> although, although he wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to do anything like Mm-mm. on an island so off you go eric landshaw uh, <laughs> are you gonna go with m not marijuana we there for mexican food Ooh, okay like burritos mm. or burrito. yeah or Mario movie. <laughs> I uh, I think I actually have mine for once. Okay. Art supplies. Yeah, that'd be good. I'll like, dress it up a bit. Yeah, like, because then I can just kind of. Do what I want. <gasps> I could finally do my giant oversized painting that I want to do. Mm. I'll let... Sorry, <laughs> I got really excited about that. <laughs> well, uh, sounds like you need to get away. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> that big, that big project. I love that though. No, that's good. Like, like. Absolutely makes me feel terrible for choosing what Mexican food. No, absolutely not, because we'd be eating the same island food all the time. Mm. Yeah. You gotta spice it oh, up, man. Like, does Chipotle count as Mexican? I mean, it's in the name, so I will let it slide. I will accept it as Mexican food. Chipotle Mexican Grill. You know who probably doesn't anyone from Mexico. Uh, I, yeah, absolutely. But better than Taco Bell. True. <laughs> like, uh, there's nothing Mexican about Taco Bell. No, not at all. Just glad my name doesn't begin with T. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh gosh. Mm, T Bell. The Thames. Thames does. Oh shit. So does that mean Taco Bell's coming to the island? I don't. I honestly. No, Tim would pick the better taco joint that I just introduced him to. Uh, there's a chain out of Texas called Torchies, and cool. it is fucking good. And they opened up one in the city that Tim lives in. And I was like, hey, yo, I see they got a Torchies, homie. So one night while I'm there, we're going to get these tacos, and it's going to be fucking bomb. And it was fucking bomb. It wasn't as good as in Texas, but it was pretty goddamn close, and I was pretty fucking happy. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that bothers me about the term torches is it sounds like a racist way to refer to light. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> get a bit abstract here. Uh, uh, that's all right. Uh, get me off the island. <laughs> Well, so let's uh, <laughs> let's grab a a question from uh, Toast and uh, Toast. I can tell that uh, Toast was a little bit uh, his ADHD was was really kind of kicking in strong when he asked uh, his series of questions. Um. <coughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the middle question out of these, and I will ask you his other question in a bit. But uh, uh, okay, all right. Have One you, of those. Yeah. Have you ever hired a a task rabbit? What is that? So a task rabbit is where you hire someone to go do these tasks for you, like a gopher. Uh, um, uh, okay. A task rabbit. Yeah. So, what, like a well, like human filth? No. Put your laundry, <laughs> your laundry for you. Yeah. Or like run and pick up your groceries and then pick up the dry cleaning and then run to the store and grab a pack of cigarettes on their way back. Like, uh, bro, I am a task rabbit. <laughs> I was going to say. No, yeah, I've well, been the task uh, rabbit. I'm like, I, I, and do you know what the worst thing is? I've never <laughs> been paid for it. Yeah. I did they have to call it task rabbit? Like, the my first, like my first intuition was that it was a dildo. No, so, so it's a, so, it's the definition of a task rabbit. TaskRabbit Inc. is an online and mobile marketplace that matches freelance labor with local demand, allowing consumers to find help with everyday tasks, including furniture assembly, moving, delivery, and handy person work. Um, uh, so cleaning, well, like... Right. So, well, so... It, like, a, it's a PA. Uh, yeah. But a PA that will maybe not delegate will just do all this. Like, yeah. I Don't. guess I have. I guess I have actually. Oh. Like when I well, I've I've definitely spoken about it before. Like when I was in Sicily making the olive oil. Mm. I would just do things for room and board 
So before I actually got to work in the olive fields, I like fucking landscape this dude's garden and like help him set out like like get rid of all this debris to create like an ecological center. Made his olive oil. Like so, I I guess in some way, yes, I have. But have you ever hired anyone to do it for you? Well, I I've been one, but yeah, obviously not. Yeah, I figured. Uh, like, no, nah, no, nah. not even close. I don't think I like. I could have all the money in the fucking world. I don't know if I'd be able to have a task rabbit. You know, because it's surely. Well, surely, like that's leading to like an early grade. You, like, get the heart problems. You're not even cleaning up after yourself. I mean. What are you doing? I think there's so they have like looking at TaskRabbit's actual website. Some of it is just office services. Some of it is bartending gigs, um, data entry, baby prep, personal assistant, winter task, holidays, shopping and delivery, IKEA furniture assembly, yard. Yard work services, cleaning, mounting and installations like TV, ceiling fans, pictures, regular furniture assembly, uh, handyman services, and moving services. So are you saying to me it's just someone that doesn't have a job that will just allow you to pay them to do anything? Uh, yeah. Here's something that's bringing my piss to the ball now I'm thinking of, like, about my career. And and the fact that I'm not allowed to have a task rabbit is I started out as a teaching assistant in that I was someone that shadowed a teacher, uh-huh. got their resources ready for them, helped teach their classes, worked the room, the people that were struggling, she would often put me with them and like I would work them up a little bit. And I was in that classroom every hour that the teacher was there. Sometimes when she wasn't, I would take the class for her. Mm-hmm. I did that for three years before I became a regular teacher. By the time I got to like the point where the shoe was on the other foot, schools didn't have as much funding, and I have never had one. Yeah. Absolute bullshit. Get me a task rabbit. Get toaster over here. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, it's. It's crazy that, um, <clears throat> like, because I've known it's a thing, but I've never hired anybody for anything like that. Yeah, like, I've, never, I've never hired anybody. Yeah. Like, at, at all. I can't, like, uh, well, uh, like, I've hired someone to fix the windows. I think that might be the only person I've ever hired to really come over and do anything. Well, I mean, I was the person that was hired to do that stuff for for a long time, but it was through my job. Like that was just my right. my task at that job was to mount and install TVs and sound systems and furniture and mm. and now like I feel like my day job is <laughs> half task rabbit, half fucking yeah. just doing everything else um you know, if you if you are doing something like for money mm-hmm. you would not be in your spare time 
to just get by. You are a task rabbit. We're all task rabbits, really. Yeah. It's about rabbits. They breed extensively. <laughs> the human, the human race, Mister Anderson. <laughs> task rabbits. All of you. And you know what I don't like about them, Mister Anderson? It's the smell. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I was listening and then I read a, a guest question that broke my brain for half a second. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I, um, yeah. I probably want to get me off this one because I was about to like just be Agent Smith for the duration of the podcast. So probably... Okay. It's the smell. <laughs> if there is so, speaking of, of our wonderful Andy, <laughs> if you had to give advice to a civilian trying to disarm a bomb and there were many lives in your hands, what advice would you give them? Please hurry. <laughs> oh. uh, what, uh, the, the, the 66 uh, Batman film. <laughs> Have you seen it? It's been a while, but it, yeah. Adam, you know when he's walking around the pier with that bomb, and <laughs> and he he's like he's like trying to throw it over the like he he's trying to get rid of it on this pier, but everywhere he goes, there like there's always something in the way. He can't throw the bomb away, and he's just got this big like uh, Looney Tunes bomb over his head. Right. And my it it, it must be my favorite part of the movie. Is that obviously he's going to areas populated by like children, <laughs> sailors, and it's on the pier. He goes to throw it off the edge of the pier, and he notices a family of baby ducks. Yeah, <laughs> and he refuses to throw it over. And it's <laughs> Andy in the, the flesh. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he uh, what is it? He he runs back to the like, shack he was in, and he goes, "Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb." Yeah. And and now we are like Adam West's task rabbits <laughs> trying to decide how to like best it. Like I don't know about bombs, man. <laughs> Yo, like I don't know about bombs. I like I you know, I'm of a vintage where I could have had a t-shirt with a highly contrasted black and white image of like George Bush with a Hitler mustache saying, not my president. <laughs> and I wasn't even American. <laughs> so he literally wasn't. I just wanted right. to like, look like fat Mike from no FX. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> Yo, the best way to get rid of a bomb what would you do? All right, you start, and I'll have a little think in the background. I mean, if you had what if you had to give advice to a civilian trying to disarm a bomb, uh, cut the wires to the battery. <laughs> cut cut the cut the wires to the ignition source, man. Like that's uh, uh, that's my logical uh the the logical uh advice. The the non logical advice is uh. I don't know. Uh, throw it comically in the air and yell confetti. It's a parade. 
Like, it's so, like, so specific. It's almost like you're telling them a magic spell. <laughs> and the spell goes, confetti, it's a parade. Confetti, the it's bomb, a parade. The bomb will turn into Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, from Harry Potter 1, when his voice hadn't broken properly. Oh, my God. That's so specific. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good bit in Harry Potter. Oh my god! The one where Daniel, you hear you hear his voice break on camera. He goes, "No, Uncle Ben, and no, Uncle Ben, they're my letters." Um, what that's got to do with uh, what you've just said, I have no idea. I don't know, but I'm here oh, for it. Because it. <laughs> it was a magic spell. You, you uh, often yeah. compare it to Brian. <laughs> I would advise him that, hey, maybe you shouldn't have eaten spicy food the night before. <laughs> now you've got a depth charge on your hands. Oh, you gonna, no. What are you going to do? I would say, uh, I need to just Google a quick stat here. Tech support. Oh no! Your, your task rabbit is waiting. Uh, so, right. So you look at the timer on the bomb. Oh no! If, if the if the timer is above the value of two hours and eighteen minutes, you watch. The 1997 film, Face Off. Oh, my God. <laughs> starring uh, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. And just go out happy. <laughs> so you watch... <laughs> uh, IMDb calls Face Off a somewhat complicated action thriller, which involves an obsessed FBI agent, John Travolta, who decides to become... A comatose criminal, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> um, yeah. To foil a terrorist plot, the FBI agent undergoes facial transplant surgery to assume the identity of the criminal mastermind who murdered his only son, but the criminal wakes up prematurely and seeks revenge. <laughs> Sounds pretty good, right? So maybe if that bomb's over two hours and 18 minutes, you watch the 1997 uh, <laughs> uh, hit film by John Woo, Face Off. Oh, my if God. You, so if you have less than that, and I'm guessing, you know, by all chances, what I understand about bombs, you probably do. <laughs> then... Maybe you cycle back two years and start listening to the Ginger Talks podcast. Oh, shit. From the beginning. And then, once you hear our voices hit the airwaves for the first time all over again in a state of complete bliss that you realize that all these episodes are still there on the internet for your long-form talk, uh, auditory pleasure 
you then go to linktr.ee <laughs> forward slash ginger talks and with your life savings you buy every piece of merch on there <laughs> because you didn't set a will and if we're not going to have your money who the fuck isn't and i'm gonna in the parlance of us from the beginning i'm gonna say this give us your fucking money there fuck it the is bomb. fuck the bomb you're gonna die Give us your fucking money. <laughs> oh, shit. That is the uh, most unsubtle plug uh, for the fact that we have merch. Uh, so go uh, enjoy some merch. Oh. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I got something to talk to you about uh, off air. <laughs> oh god. Okay. <laughs> Good things, I yeah. promise. Uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, if they're bad things, go disarm a bomb. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Andy, for that riveting question. Now, the next question is where things kind of got a little out of hand. Um, Tim. I, I will I will read the sequence of events here. Tim asked, rate the following crows in order from best to worst. Hashtag rate the crows. Number one, Cheryl. Number two, black. Number three, counting. And then Andy followed up with four question mark, Russell. Uh, and then Xenos replied with scare. Uh, Star replied with actual. Xenos replied with stuffed. And then Jay Elsie, John Medicine, and Canuck. So apparently these are all people and or things that have crow in the name. We've been given 10 things to rate, and I don't know some of them. It got uh, well, chaotic to, quickly. Well, to add to the list, we've got to put the, the movie The Crow. Right. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I'm like... This so is got, just we've got eleven things. All right, I'm having to. All right, okay. <laughs> Text poor now. How much? I don't know half of these crows. I don't either. So we can go right. with the original three, and then and then like soft okay. rate the rest. Right. Um. So when he's saying black crow, he's on about the. The band, the Black Crows. Yes. And well, same I mean, thing with Counting Crows. Yeah. Um, could it have been anything else? Listen, well, I just have to clarify for those who don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a life you've lived. Um, counting Crows. So, out of the three... Uh, cat and crows are at the bottom. Okay. Reason being, uh, l like just l if I remember right about the cat and crows, the, the singer just like looks like uh, Tony Hawk's creator skater. <laughs> that is so accurate. It's painful. <laughs> yeah. So you know. He, he he looks like a creator skater, so 
for that reason. Uh, yeah, and some people would use that rationale to put him at the top of their list. Uh, no, because creative skaters uh, all looked like they were shut out by Fred Durst or Jonathan Davis <laughs> of Corn. And I, you know what? I can't back that anymore. Like for a while, like the nostalgia was was there for Limp Bizkit and Corn. Now mm. I don't know. They're back. They're back to being a bit corny. So Cat and Crows are at the bottom because it's like imagine Jonathan Davis of Corn uh, if he worked for the Disney Channel. <laughs> uh, second, I've got to go. Got to go, Cheryl. Okay. Because again, like. You know, no offense, Ginger, but uh, what was it all I want to do is have some fun? Uh huh. You were possibly conceived to that song. Oh, fuck off, will ya? <laughs> nope, that song came out after I was born. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll call it Immaculate Conception. Oh, and, fuck. Uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, well, it has just been Easter, so uh, uh, true. Just in the spirit, I'm. I'm gonna st- like d- drop me a dig, man. Like I, I fully deserve it. Um, <laughs> I'm, put, I'm putting shells too because, um, not that I'm a huge Black Crows fan, but I think the Black Crows are just more, more adjacent to what I'm. Like, might enjoy. Yeah. Plus, I don't think Cheryl was as big here as she, like, she was big here. Like, what was it? It makes you happy. I know that and all I want to do. I don't know anything else by her. <laughs> um, so, um, I would agree with Black Crows at one, but I would put Counting at two and Cheryl at three. Um, that is not what I expected you to say. Really? I didn't think, well, I don't know. Like, for some reason, I didn't think you'd lowball Cheryl. I, so Cheryl Crow, um, I have mixed feelings when it comes to Cheryl Crow, just in general. Um, because that music takes me to a weird point in my life. Um, that's fair. That's fair enough. Not Cheryl's fault though. Not Cheryl's fault. Uh, She's, she's just fine. But like when you bring up the musical artist jewel, it's the same reaction. Right. So I don't even like the only reason I know who jewel is is because she was on a Comedy Central roast that the algorithm. Yeah. I don't even know who the fuck that is. She uh she was is putting it? out music um that was really popular um at just like a certain point in my my life like I know Tim specifically knows what I'm talking about um but my dad mm one of the first places my dad lived in after he 
and my mom separated. He had cable, just basic cable. And there was this music video of Jewel where she's sitting there playing fucking guitar and it's all blue around her. And Cheryl Crow and Jewel and all of these like female singer songwriters, except for Alanis Morissette, like anytime I hear them, I get like pit in the stomach memories. Whereas when I hear like uh, Alanis Morissette, I'm more like fucking women power. So like, yeah, it's an odd. That's why I put Cheryl at number three. Um, but I, I still respect her for her talents. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we know she's listening. So yeah, Cheryl, I'm sorry. It's not you. It's me. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> there's at least, there's at least like, Five or six more crows to go through, shall we? Yeah. Are you uh, really building up some some cred here? <laughs> uh, like, do yourself some tune. Yeah, like I mean, it's when I think of women my sister's age, my older sister, who are like. Oh my God, we're going to go out. We're going to listen to our jams. Like I imagine that song being on their Spotify playlist. Yeah. And no offense to your sister. That's super lame. Yeah. No, super duper fucking lame. You, uh, you know, my, my, my dad's band, that I, like a wedding of a band when I was a kid, they, they played that. Really? As well. Yeah. Super lame. Oh man. But, for me, not as lame as Cat and Crows. Just that, that. <laughs> Yeah. That that uh, custom skater thing I can't get out of my head. <laughs> Fair. Uh, what? So what else we got? We got uh, Russell Crow. Russell Crow, Scare Crow, Actual Crow. L uh, and a few crows. We're gonna have to Google from. Uh, yeah. From Geoshear. Yeah. I hope Correctly. You can call uh, him Jay, Josh. Uh, yeah, he's a newer member uh, to the community who's. Uh... Well, we look forward to having you on the podcast. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll probably happen. Um, Russell Crow. Russell Crow has to get the top spot now because we have. One degree of separation from him. Oh? He's friends with Roy. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, yeah. He, yeah, he came out on Twitter and said, check out Alex Cameron and Roy Malloy has retweeted a bunch of shit Roy has put. So the Ginger Talks podcast is one degree of separation uh, from Russell Crowe. Weirdly enough, out of the list, Russell Crowe is the most likely to come across the podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Not that he ever will. Uh, no, but. <laughs> and also, gla- uh, sorry, but Gladiator fucking bangs. <laughs> My name is Maximus Aurelius. Bullshit murdered son. Husband or murdered wife. Not a great performance, Russell. I think Russell, like, not a good actor. 
Like, I don't really understand how Russell Crowe has fully managed uh, what he's managed with what he has. Yeah. But in a way, kind of makes me like him more. Because he's not like, he's like not a dick about it. But for that, yeah, he's at the top spot. Yeah, I would, uh, yeah. Yeah. Know where your bread's buttered. Friend of Roy Malloy is a friend of mine, Russell. Mm-hmm. Russell's top. Yeah, crow. Scarecrow. I mean. Which iteration of this are we, like, just in general? I what Batman? Ooh, I would. There's, there's no context. So let's just go general for once. Uh, Why did the Scarecrow win the Nobel Prize? (laughs) Because he was outstanding in his field. God damn it! (laughs) I've told that joke so many times. No one's ever fucking laughed. So Scarecrow is now under. Cat and crows. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, the like no one's ever laughed. The only the only thing scarecrows managed to scare off for me is like people thinking I'm funny. (laughs) Yeah, and also just standing still. And we, you know, as we've said today, like we're both moving forward. (laughs) We're not we're not here to stand still anymore. Scarecrow, that's the old man. Right. So, button. Yeah, feel free to disagree. No, I. Uh, scarecrows can go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah. Also, like you know, if you if you rate actual crows like anywhere near the way you would like rate scarecrow, if it was like one and two, like scarecrow one, actual crow two, I would realize, like, think that you scarecrow- were a scarecrow or a crow. <laughs> You know, scarecrow and actual crows are like natural enemies. So, like, guess we picked our side. Actual crow coming in at number two because people, you know, they have that reputation a murder of crows. Right. They have all this, like, um, like connotations of like death and darkness and evil. And really, like, what the fuck have they ever done? Like, nothing. Right. I can't think of a crow doing anything that's like even remotely bothered me, uh, but people yeah. treat them like women. So crow, actual crows. Actual crows are in the top three for me. They're in the top three. I like. Yeah. They're, they're probably they're probably below Russell. Yes. They they're above Cheryl. Yeah. They're, it's just whether or not they're like above the black crows. Yeah. I don't know. They're they're safe in the top three for me. Yeah, like yeah, let's not like get too crazy here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, keep it going. Stuffed crows, I think, go just above scarecrows because uh, don't taxidermy. I'm not a huge taxidermy fan. No, no, I'm a vegetarian. Like, are we? And also, like, if you're gonna make that leap. And do like a bit, like why, why a crow? Yeah, that I don't know. I yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, stuff crows lame. 
bottom tier. Yeah. They're going below. They're going below Scarecrow. Ooh, okay. I'm vegetarian. Well, I can't. It's fair. Yeah. Unless it's like a beanie baby. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I went ahead and I googled LC Crow. Yeah, I've googled LC Crow as well. Um. Not a lot of details on him. Uh, Honestly, looking at this, I can't believe that they've made like a Wikipedia for this man. I know. I'm. I the the Wikipedia is so small. It's a his, sentence, his, <laughs> two sentences. His, excuse me. Yeah. His Wikipedia reads like a tombstone. Yeah. He served in Washington State Senate, like. Uh, how, you know, Jay, how did you come across this person? How do you even know who this is? I, Jay has a vast, uh, wild variety of interests. Um, this, this is specific that the, I'm looking here, I'm trying to look at like other shit. There's nothing about him. Yeah. There's like, it's very hard to find. Uh, a, a scholar of uh, of early American politics. Like I am not. Uh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> again, like don't know how early this is. Yeah. Elsie Crow. Elsie Crow. Uh, I don't know. And uh, I didn't find. So I I uh, unranked. Because. Uh, uh, yeah. There's just nothing there. We don't like so. Uh, he was a Democrat. Oh, so that's that's in the that's something. <laughs> you watch CNN. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I didn't find anything for John Medicine Crow, but I did find Joe Medicine Crow, which okay. I want to know more about Joe Medicine Crow. Um. He was uh, a Native American writer, historian, and war chief of the Crow Nation. His writings on Native American history and reservation culture are considered seminal works, but he's best known for his writings and lecture lectures concerning the Battle of Little Bighorn of 1876. So he was a historian of, his, of the Crow Nation. Okay. Which is a a Native American? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, familiar. Yeah, I'm like I I do have a I I don't a always bit, know. I do, I do like like have a passing interest in Native American culture. I think it's I don't know enough about it. I think it's super cool, but I'm always like, ah, yes, cool. The white woman is super interested in native american yeah. culture cool what yeah. kind of things am i going to appropriate this time like <laughs> that's always the look uh, of it all yeah all right neil young listen i don't want to uh, i'm just i think it's interesting <laughs> uh, uh i think the way the native americans lived um which I, like is it it, it they live to a standard that we could only wish to have now. 
They right. respected the earth. They they just respected the fucking earth. Yeah. So on that basis, you know, that's a pretty good I say he ranks pretty high up there. Uh, the, the what? Uh, military dot com. Um, ninety ninety eight years old. He's the last surviving war chief. Mm, he lived to be a hundred and two, and he was. It, he fought in World War Two. Well. We're we're just gonna look like fucking assholes if we don't put him above Russell Crowe. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Russell would be understanding. Joe Medicine's got to go. Got to go top. Yeah. Uh, you know, having only just learned about him, you know, obviously. We can't really speculate, but he's cool as fuck. Yeah. And uh, so uh, the last one, Canuck the Crow, is uh, an actual crow. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard about this. I had no no fucking idea. This, This was the only one that Jay submitted that I did know. Uh, uh, pretty badass. This is crazy. You know what? Look, you know, uh, looking again at, at this Wikipedia, like, patch 2015 disappeared. 19. Like, yeah. Yo, you can't can't get a can't get a handle on this like he landed on a cyclist and started investigating his backpack during a soccer to- tournament at Empire Field he landed on a spectator's shoulders tried to take personal items including keys and drank Tim Horton's coffee I love it it's so canadian just so canadian yeah uh he became Vancouver's unofficial ambassador, beating Michael J. Fox with 81% of the final vote. Which is crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, he, on his Wikipedia, he has a section called Personal Personal Life. <laughs> I know! And it, uh, Canuck made... Uh, in, in March 2017... Canuck was beaten unconscious on a soccer pitch by a man using a flagpole. He was nursed back to health by the veterinarian Anne MacDonald. Canuck mated with a female crow named Cassia and had two broods in May and June. The first brood died, oh, rest in power, uh, and the second was successful. One of the chicks named Gord, after late Canadian singer Gord Downey, I don't know who that is, but I know who the crow is, 
was plucked from the nest by another crow, but was rehabilitated. So it's got a personal life section where it talks about who was walking. Yeah, like I... Pretty powerful. A crow has a more in-depth Wikipedia page than a former U.S. senator. <laughs> well, like in the grand listing, like how the world is remembering these things, like uh, Canuck beats out Elsie. Right. Right. Like, it's just, it's crazy. <laughs> Elsie Elsa Crow should change his name to some dude crow. <laughs> Uh, Canuck, does he beat, uh, so we've got John Medicine Crow, and uh -huh. thank you, Jay, you've obviously come in with some, like, really good crows. Uh-huh. Rather, rather unexpectedly. Does Canuck beat John Medicine? No. No. I... Right, we can't, we can't. We can't. Yeah. Does he beat Russell? No, even though he was a very badass bird, oh. I don't think he beats Russell. I think I think he's just under Russell. Russell has not disappeared on us, never to be yeah, heard oh, from right. again. Right, right. That's true. <laughs> Canuck, yeah. Canuck's not returning my calls. Yeah, I mean, ghosted. Uh, like, and Ru Yeah, Russell, friend of the podcast, Crow. <laughs> I know he doesn't mind. <laughs> and what's it like? Russell Crowe's like latest film, The Pope's Exorcist. Oh uh, yeah, something like that. I mean, like, just come on, like, uh, look. I'm never gonna see it, but the title alone and the poster kind of gives him that second spot. Yeah. So. I, I think we have successfully rate hashtag rate the crows. I think I think we did it. Yeah, still can't believe no one came out with the movie The Crow. I know. I feel like that gets an honorable mention. Yeah, honorable mention. Like I, I absolutely love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I agree with what's, that. What soundtrack? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna honorable, men honorable mention for bottom place, the crown. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this last one out here to you, and it's it, there's a meme that goes with it. Uh I'm all gonna understand the meme. I I will explain the joke. Uh, okay. Toast asked this question mainly to to me, uh, mainly for me. But I'll I'll give the context. He asks, "Have you heard of the ship of Theseus?" And the whole joke is that there's a podcast we listen to with some larger creators called Distractable, and. There Wait, was I, so it's it. Sorry, but that's like a It's a philosophical like concept, like right. Yeah, it's not like a a ship. It's like a philosophical concept, right? Yes. 
I've heard of the ship. It's something more than just than the base philosophical question. Right. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you, but no. Yeah. It's okay. So one of the there's three hosts of Distractable: Mark, Bob, and Wade. And I believe Bob was hosting, and he asked the other two guys to um, explain the birds and the bees, but to like a seven-year-old. And Mark goes, have you heard of the ship of Theseus? (laughs) And that's how he starts (laughs) the explanation of the birds and the bees. (laughs) Right. And so now, anytime there's some deep philosophical answer, Mark just starts with, have you heard of the ship of Theseus? <laughs> okay. So, the, sh- the ship of Theseus. Um, like being like rebuilt from new ship, is that basically? Yeah. Is it still the same thing? Right. So it's how does he rationalize that? Because like, what you mean like recycling the? No. So Mark goes on to try to explain the birds and the bees using the ship of Theseus as a metaphor, but he he explains the thought experiment of the ship of Theseus. But he says, but ignore all that. Think about the ship, and it's going into a a dock or something. He basically the ship entering port is like a dude entering a lady. Uh, thank, thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> and, and like, yeah. uh, just... Is it? Oh, right. <coughs> Imagine a train going into the station. Now, Drew, do you with us? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So he completely just ignores the entire thought experiment of the ship of Theseus and just uses the concept of a ship. (laughs) Imagine the ship of Theseus. What do I think about the ship of Theseus? Was that the like the the question that Toast asked was, "Had you heard of it?" Which is exactly what Mark said. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I had heard of it, not in that context. Yeah, so That's so, uh, so boring for me. I and know. I think I think there's a better question in there. Is like, how would you describe it? Oh my god! How would you describe it? When a man loves a woman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He's putting on sex mix, so I'll get it. I mean, listen. My mums and dads listen to this kind of music. Some crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I treat it like a staff training. I'm going to look into your eyes really awkwardly so the rest of this conversation is not awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I think you'd have to, like, you know, for kids today, you'd have to relate to gaming in some way. Uh, yeah. You know, like, so there's this really hard, you know, like, from software, you know, like Elden Ring is really hard. <laughs> well, that's what it was like for Daddy to get mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! 
Yeah, and then Daddy, Daddy had to get like some soul potions. <laughs> I no, honestly, explaining it to kids, uh, like a TikTok recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just put the eggs in the batter. <laughs> yeah, this is vegan eggs. This is a vegan baby. <laughs> Oh, oh, go on. You've got. Does this air like a TikTok shopping haul? (laughs) 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 Just hold up shirts with different like diagrams on them. (laughs) One hundred percent. You know, like I have had to actually teach that class. Oh, like youngsters. Oh. (laughs) Oh no. But obviously, like you're not. You know, you can't like come up with any analogies. You've got to use like the actual terminology. Right. I'll never forget this uh, kid at the back of the class. Like we had a like a diagram of a vagina. Like you had to. Does anyone know what this is called? <laughs> and this kid at the back of the class goes, "Pussy." And oh. I just remember thinking, like, we are, we are like fun, and that that's when I go, well. It's funny that you say that. Have you ever heard of the ship of Theseus? <laughs> I want you to forever think about whenever you have to teach any class that involves that. It's just the ship of Theseus. <laughs> uh, ho- hopefully never again. Like, if I, <laughs> you know, uh, my... Uh, what is, is it? You'd call it junior high, maybe? Uh, yeah, middle school or junior high. Middle school or junior high. Those days are over. Like, <laughs> I've got full on like, pregnant people in my classes now. Uh, true. So... Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, and she's always saying, uh, Wish I'd heard of the thesis. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I I just I so over a year ago when I was home visiting, I had a very pointed but awkward conversation with my little sister about like sexuality and like if she needed like sex health products to just like get you know let me know and there will just be a package that shows up from amazon with the things that she needs but i made it as awkward as possible so that the next time i like was just like all right kid so you're getting dirty yet she would just be like oh my god (laughs) but less like oh this is Uh, this is weird like you're getting dirty yet i'm so cool i'm the the cool (laughs) one and she's like well so she came to me first when she's like i think i'm gonna start dating this boy and i was like i bet and what's the problem like i was very much like okay and (laughs) but when i met him for the first time she just blurted out like we were talking and i said something about be gay do crimes and he goes oh i have a sticker that says that and i was like sick and like 20 minutes later, she goes, you know what he said? That be gay, do crimes thing. You know that he's like not fully straight, right? And I was like, yeah. 
and <laughs> like yeah, she was well, so freaked yeah. out by it. And I was like, whatever, kid. What do you want to do? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm not either. People it's think, fine. People think we're, people, yeah, people think we're so fucking old. I know. Like, ah, oh, oh, yeah. I don't think you, like, we're past that. Yeah. We're of an age where you can just assume that. You know, we're we're posting avocado toast. Right. Talking about Harry Potter. Right. Some some podcasts. Drinking <laughs> white wine. Yeah. Uh, you know, sitting here ranking crows. Right. You know, we're really up for anything at this point. Uh, yeah. They're just fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah, um just lucky, man. Like no, no one's like no one's ever reached out to me in that way. <laughs> like what what the fuck would I say to them? Right. And you just put pink in pink there. <laughs> yeah. Once you do it once you do it, kid, let me know what it's like. It well and the way I said it kind of sounded weird, but it's like, no, I want you to first of all, if you graduate high school and you don't have a kid, you're doing better than my than our dad. Second of all, like, I don't want you to be freaked out or scared of it, but I want you, if you're going to do it, to be smart about it. Same way I am with drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. Like, sex is the same thing. It you know, ranks the same for me of if you're going to do it, be smart about it. Yeah, like, like, and part of the reason people do it so wrong is because, like, we still have this, like, taboo about it. Where it's like violence is more acceptable than like shagging. Yeah. And like, I just don't get that. But like, yo, the kids are taking it Batman. All the kids are watching porn. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, you, you've opened Pandora's box and allowed like pornography into like everyone's like everyday lives. Yeah. So now it's time to fucking contextualize it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, she reads these. She's 15. She has found herself in the steamy romance novels, which cool. Do it. Have fun. Like, but also no reality, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, 100%. 100%. So I just, I don't. I want things to be just. Chill and normal and fine, and just to her not to. F- uh, and I, I guess we're like we're at the point where we should be wrapping this up, but we can keep talking. Yeah, as always. Yeah, I'll, 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 and I'll say this: you want to talk about disarming a bomb? Oh. Uh, picture me at work in a high school, and this has happened several times. Over the last two years, mm. I uh, I get papers, writing papers all the time because like that's my specialism. Mm-hmm. And like you know more than most, Ginger. I love criticizing people's creative writing. Yes. <laughs> um, I get it all the time. I hear kids talking all the time, multiple times. The last two years. I hear, I see kids writing uh, stories 
and the names of the characters will be like Lana Rhodes. Yeah. And Mia Khalifa. Yep. And like porn star names. And, you know, I know they're doing it to bait me out. Uh, I have people asking me who Mia Khalifa is, like kids asking me who Mia Khalifa is. And every time I have to just be like, what's that? Uh-huh. Who's that? I don't know. I do so well as well. You'd be... <laughs> I... I just think it's such a funny scenario. Like, how, like... Yeah. Um, I, I had, like, kids, like, shouting out, like, jerkmate.com. Right. What? Well, I... I'm like, I have to just be like, stop shouting out. But, like, I can't be like, I know what jerkmate.com is. Right. Because imagine if your teacher was like, don't talk about that. I know what that is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, just to put into context, like, how super big a part is of kids' lives. Like, we just need to fucking contextualize. Mm-hmm. Change the narrative on sexuality. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing is like I was in a a classroom Friday and the kids were um, there was a kid that was like going crazy on the Internet references. And I knew the adults in the room wouldn't uh, she didn't get any of it. And I did. And I looked at this kid and all I did was I kind of squinted my eyes and I tilted my head and I went, really? And he went, you understand that? And I was like, yeah, kid, I do. And he instantly went red in the face. And then he like kind of like freaked mm-hmm. out and he like ran back to his seat. And I was like, like, whatever, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I always get that one. Uh, I'll tell you what, the bane of my life, funnily enough, because we were all laughing at it like a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole yeah. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Oh, 11-year-old kids shouting that out to me while I'm trying to teach them William Shakespeare. Yep. Fucking most annoying thing ever. Yo, if anyone's got that as a audio command on their Twitch channel, stop tipping them. <laughs> it's fucking destroying... Yeah, it's like hearing kids say things that like I said like ages ago. I was like, mm. "Oh no." They're starting to like those jokes are finally starting to trickle down and these kids don't know the context yet. <laughs> oh boy. The internet's making kids really cringy. I mean, all kids are cringy. Sentient like, Fortnite dances. Dude, that's all this kid was doing. And I was taking photos. And I was like, uh, I'm not going to take a photo of this kid acting out. And I know why he was, or like, I, I understand the context of why he was acting out. But I was like, that's, that's, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> given the content, look, given the context, just, Getting to do some real life shit on the side as well. Yeah. Oh, old man, the yelling cloud here. 
Oh, well, uh, my friend. Your weak, your weak notes of shit. <laughs> uh, we can either zip out one quick one, and it's uh, it's literally just what is your favorite blank, and then we can end it. What is your favorite blank? What is your favorite ice cream? And if you can't eat ice cream, I'm so sorry. That's Andy, of course. Uh, what is my favorite ice cream? Is that like flavor? Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know most of the like, uh, favorite ice cream? Yeah, flavor. Nice cream. Uh, oh, I've been to Italy. Mm. I've had the... Italian gelato. Ooh, yeah. Maybe some of the best ice cream in the world. Best flavor I had when I was there. Controversial. Maybe pistachio. Okay. I like a pistachio. Quite rare over here as well. The UK doesn't really get pistachio. Yeah. I can see that. I'm a, I found a flavor that was peanut butter ice cream but it was also chocolate chip cookie dough and i was like well you fucking got me i'm done this is it i'm forever gonna be fat thanks world (laughs) yeah i had a ben and jerry's like that actually and it was yeah properly top tier so yeah Yeah. absolutely peanut butter yeah in sweets yeah that's that's it right there that's the one that'll do me in uh so yeah Thank well, you, yeah, thank you, Andy. It was a nice little chill, little boop. Uh, little, little... Ice, to, ice to see you. <laughs> there it is. There uh, it is. Uh, but, Druid, it was so nice to do this again. Uh, uh, let's do it sooner next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Everybody's listened. Uh, thank you. I know this is gonna feel way like delayed and weird and and out of place, but uh, thank you guys for hanging out and sticking with us, and we appreciate you guys. And 